0: The Hello, Peter line are you there?
1: Yes, I am here.
0: Did you have a good, good weekend, mate?
1: Yes, indeed. Yes, it did. A in the weather, but that's fine.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, have you continued the exciting uh, research that you've been doing recently?
1: I am full on on research. I just can't keep me away from it. I'm so <laughs> excited by mm-hmm. it. I might sound mad, but I have taken a moment off this afternoon to try and sort through enormous piles of books and documents that I've got um, in my wash house. Mm. I'm trying to get them to some sort of order so I can find them. Yes. Uh,
0: so so how you know, to keep it dry of-
1: in the wash house? Um, I've got a dehumidifier going permanently oh. in the wash house, and the washing machine is not used very often, so it's a stupid solution, but mine is a very unique wash house, jammed with books and periodicals and <laughs> journals and you name it. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Love that.
0: Mm. Now, what are we yeah. talking about this afternoon, Peter So
1: I thought it was just worth a while to talk about Cardinal George Powell. Um, he, he's already buried, um, but only just dead and buried. So, um, this very controversial clergyman,
0: um, Catholic priest?
1: Catholic priest, cardinal, uh, was Archbishop firstly of Melbourne and then of Sydney, confidant.
0: Oh, so he's Australian?
1: Of, yeah, Australian. Yes. Australian. Confidant okay. of, of Benedict, brought over to sort out the Vatican Bank's problems, went back to Australia to go to prison quite an interesting
0: career. went back to australia to go to prison for, let me guess for child abuse yes okay
1: from which from which he was eventually released on appeal mm. and so he died in rome uh there's a whole lot to cover in a story like this this is i, I mean a very much like an australian character the debates are raging and will continue to rage in Australia about George Powell. He had a bit of an influence on New Zealand as well, because he was the strongest figure in the Australian or New Zealand Catholic Church. And so he tended, because he was something of a heavy-handed authoritarian figure, Mm -hmm. I am going to say a bully, bully, but that's perhaps a bit cruel, that the the, the New Zealand bishops tend to just fall in with what he said. Yes. have you ever heard the discussion about the, the the crime for which he went to prison?
0: I know nothing about him, Peter Lanham, So just give us your your take on okay. it. Okay.
1: So I mean, it's it's a very interesting case. Two ex choir boys alleged, some twenty years later, that Cardinal Pell had abused them mm. in the in the choir. Uh, vestry at the back of the cathedral in Sydney, and um, the, the fact that he was found guilty, and one of the boys had died. There was only one one person giving evidence, and um, it came down to, in the end, did you who did you believe? Did you believe um, the cardinal, or did you believe the ex choir boy, who was you know had suffered lots of, as you could imagine, mental anguish and um, was in some ways a a sad and sorry figure. Mm-hmm. And the jury in Australia believed the, the ex-choir boy, but on appeal, um, he was found out guilty. There was a whole story behind this. A, a, in a hugely popular paperback, was written presenting the case why um, Pal ought to be found guilty. Mm-hmm. Um and so you can imagine people rage because it was just one person's view against another. Mm-hmm. I, it, I mean, in the long run, personally, I find it difficult to believe that it could have happened in the way described. Because a choir vestry, everybody will tell you in in the cathedral in Sydney, is a pretty public venue. Yes. Um, people run backwards and forwards through it. And it, it just seems difficult to conceive that it could have happened in the manner described. And in the moment a story's details are disturbed, you don't know what to believe. I mean, it could have been misplaced into other contexts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe it happened at another time, another circumstance, but of course then it's very difficult to convict. What The evidence is messed up. But you see, whether or not he was guilty of that, Powell was notorious for covering up the crimes of some of his other clergy. Yes. And you see, for that, I mean, it's every bit as bad. Well, no, that's not true. But it is is deeply disturbing Mm -hmm. when a leading figure in the church devotes enormous energies to ensuring... Covering up the rest of the dirt,
0: sweeping it under the carpet.
1: Precisely. Precisely. It's terrible. And there's a lot of evidence about that. Yeah. The style of power probably is what got him into trouble. He was a heavy-handed, slow-speaking, grimly determined person who would firmly state his opinions on this, that and anything. Um, Profoundly conservative, um, profoundly anti-gay, profoundly anti-divorce, profoundly opposed to abortion and to um, the use of... uh, birth control, you name it he wasn't frightened to state what he thought and none of that endeared him to to Australians as you could imagine Mm -hmm. Um, but it it is it's the strange side that this extraordinary man is then even while there's allegations raging around him is is brought by Pope Benedict um, over to Rome and then Pope Francis entrusts him with the job of trying to clean up the Vatican's finances. And, I I mean, sitting in Australia and to sort out the Vatican's finances is a classic bull in a china shop, you know. It it was rough. Mm -hmm. Uh, And many people will say it was very effective because he wouldn't stand for all the intrigue that went behind an italian's finance house that yes. had wasted unbelievable amounts of vatican money on ridiculous projects and i mean how guilty they were is another question but he his forthrightness got him there but but what a turn of events when he was then summons back to australia mm. to, to 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 go from the vatican into uh a Sydney prison, must have, at the age of 80. Yes. Pretty shocking. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> pretty shocking events.
0: Does um, not the fear of God keep these men away from all these crazy sexual crimes? Surely the fiery pits of hell would keep their, I don't know, creepiness at bay? Or do they expect
1: God to just, you know, give them a backdoor kind of deal? <laughs> or, here's a third possibility, mm. that in the company of, I mean, essentially, high-ranking clergy in the Catholic Church keep company, essentially, with priests. Mm. And so they, they live in a world in which um, it's a it's a kind of very foreign world where there's limited contact with women, with ordinary people, except for people who, in some ways, fawn on them because just the very way in which whenever you do your job in, in high office in the Catholic Church, maybe not in the ordinary priesthood, but in high office, you know, you're dressed in frilly lace and you're, you, you can expect an old-world decorum to you. I think there's, a, there's an easy detachment that comes from reality mm-hmm. in, in that world. Um, and I think that's all part of it. With his colleagues, I mean, he was a, he was a very efficient runner of these huge dioceses of Melbourne and, and Sydney, which were massive jobs. He wasn't frightened of hard work. But I, I agree, there is something just a bit rarefied about the world of, um, especially cardinals, I think, a kind of fantasy world. Should it just be modernised, maybe, and it should be seen as okay for these priests and nuns to have, I don't know, just healthy relationships with other people. Well, um, you could say that, that if they'd gone that way, um, there would have been a Reformation. They would all they would be Episcopalians or Anglicans, you see. <laughs> because in some ways, that's the line that separates Anglicans from, from Catholics. Right. Yes. Um, and the the... Determination to hold on to a priesthood has to do with it, for for Catholicism, this is very important to understand. Mm. The the Catholic priest is linking humans to God and therefore should have as few links with ordinary life as possible. Okay. Because, well, from the 1090s, you see the Catholic priesthood in the first uh, thousand years of the Christian church, most of them had been married, mm-hmm. informally at least. Mm. Um, but in the great reforms that were undertaken by Gregory VII um, in the 1090s, um, the aim was to, because there was an emphasis that the Catholic, the priest alone could handle the sacred body and blood of Jesus you know, and turn ordinary bread into the body and blood of Christ. Um, that therefore they needed to have as few connections, especially and this is in a way the Catholic fear of sex. Um, you know, sex was the pollutant which might degrade your possibility of linking humans to God. Mm. And so they create this very elevated notion of the priest. Uh, and the price of that is that these are still mortals <laughs> humans. Mm-hmm. dealing with this, with all the fallibilities of humans. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's the pu- that's the puzzle about the priesthood. Increasingly, I think, most priests in today's world, I mean, in New Zealand, nobody treats priests with any great respect. Um, and uh, talk to Catholic priests, and you quickly discover that the, probably the biggest problem is that they're lonely. Mm. You know,
0: because, yeah, Because totally.
1: um, it's hard for them to have natural, comfortable relationships. But most have found ways around that and have a community of friends around them mm-hmm. and that makes life bearable. Yes. But it's 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 a tough world where you're either seen as an abuser or the one closest to God.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Either side of the fence that doesn't sound too yes, good.
1: Precisely, yeah. yes.
0: All right. Hey Peter Lynham. Thank you very much for a fantastic edition of That's the Spirit. We'll look forward to speaking with you next week, mate. Indeed. Okay, bye. Bye.